You're listening to Raven Radio, KCAW Sitka. Today is Friday, December 30th, 2022. I'm Erin Fulton with Raven News. As 2022 comes to a close, the Raven Radio News team has been searching for one word to describe the year, and they landed on big. KCAW's Robert Woolsey and Catherine Rose bring us a year in review. I'm going to list a few numbers we referenced a lot in the news this year. And if you know what the number represents, that means you've been paying close attention to local news. All right. I feel threatened already. (laughs) So here we go. 380,000, 8.2 million, 4,500 years, 45,000 tons, 1,100 feet, 24 hours, and one minute, four seconds, and 95 hundredths. What do you think, Rob? 380,000 is tourists, right? Yes. Sitka saw its biggest cruise season in history this year. And while we didn't quite see the numbers that were predicted, it was nonetheless a boom. And that meant downtown looked a little different this summer. Lincoln Street was often closed with food vendors and bathroom trailers sharing street space. And that space was tight. Here's City Planning Director Amy Ainsley. We've got small streets, we have some difficult corners, and then we have people who are just on vacation, fully on vacation, not always looking where they're going. The city is planning for a number of safety improvements and changes next year, and that's because next year is supposed to be even bigger with more than 500,000 cruise passengers expected. So that's 380,000. I also recognize $8.2 million. That's right. That's the amount of money approved by voters to construct a haul-out at the Gary Paxton Industrial Park. Yep. Sitka's fishing fleet has been without a boat haul out for nearly a year. And uh, there were several different approaches towards building a haul out. But all those efforts hit dead ends, even though fishermen say that the need for one in the community is dire. Assemblymember Kevin Mosier explained why a haul out really isn't a special interest project. The fishing fleet, the marine fleet, affects every single person in this town. You can't just say, well, I don't have a fishing boat, so it doesn't affect me. It affects you very much from sales tax to um, payroll, to people being on payroll, and then that money just circulates throughout the town. So the Assembly put out a question, would voters support an initiative to take $8.2 million from Sitka's permanent fund toward constructing a marine haul-out at the Gary Paxton Industrial Park? Turns out Sitkans who fish and don't fish were pretty into the idea. Just over 80% voted in favor of it. Never seen anything quite like that. And you know, 2022 was a crazy year for elections, especially without a president on the ballot. Between the new ranked choice voting system and the death of Don Young, the rise of Mary Paltola, the comeback of Lisa Murkowski, there was an astonishing amount of election news this year. And I think it's important to note that a big story was nearly buried by all of this news, which was the departure of Sitka's longtime representative, Jonathan Christ Tompkins, who did not seek re-election. It's been a decade and I've watched my 20s go by the wayside and literally every adult life birthday I have had has been in the confines of the Alaska Capitol. That's kind of sad hearing him say he celebrated all his birthdays in his 20s in the Capitol. Yeah. If you need a number for JKT, I'd say 23. That's how old he was when he was elected to represent our district. And uh, on the upside, after only 10 years, he'll be starting a second career before many of us have started our first. Okay. 
I've got one for you, Rob. 4,500 years. This one, I'm not sure about. It's got to be something cultural or maybe geological. Oh, you're warm, Rob. Hot, in fact. Hot as lava. Oh, okay. (laughs) The last eruption of Mount Edgecombe. As if life in Sitka wasn't interesting enough, Mount Edgecombe is showing signs of life. My brother sent me the earthquake location, and he said, Cheryl, what's up with this? And I said, well, gosh, let me ask the seismologist. And I asked the seismologist, and the seismologist said, you know, there's a swarm. And, of course, we still needed to do more work and further analysis to determine if the earthquakes were you know, some sort of rather mundane tectonic processes or if they're related to the volcano. That's Cheryl Cameron, a geologist at the Alaska Volcano Observatory. And Cameron grew up in Sitka, and as she says, her brother first noticed the swarm of small earthquakes below Mount Edgecombe last spring. The AVO subsequently used satellite radar data to determine that the flanks of Mount Edgecombe have inflated by about 11 inches. That's three inches per year since 2018. Don't you like that term, inflated? Kind of sounds like a balloon. (laughs) And the volcano has been reclassified from dormant to historically active. So what does that mean? Well, that means it's joining a list of about 50 volcanoes in Alaska that are either currently active or otherwise showing signs of recent activity. Cameron and the AVO came over last summer and installed monitors on the cone that should provide a bit more insight to what's going on over there. It may not amount to anything, or we might be resetting that 4,500-year number. You know, although it's a bit unnerving, I I really do appreciate that Sitka's scientific community is staying out in front of our natural disasters. And the tsunami warning system has been around for years, but now we've got a landslide warning system. Here's Sitka Sound Science Center Director Lisa Bush. So this project got started in 2015 when we had a deadly landslide that killed our friends and family. And I can say that I've been here 35 years and never thought about landslides until then as a big worry. Mostly we worried about tsunamis. And all of a sudden, people had lots of concerns and lots of questions. I admit that I look at the landslide warning system website obsessively during autumn storms. Not that I'm worried necessarily, but the data are just so interesting on it. And that's exactly what you're supposed to be doing, Rob. The project is a huge multi-agency collaboration funded by the National Science Foundation, combining geology, weather, and social science. And the website provides information about landslide risk, low, medium, high, and you make the call about what to do depending on where you live. So we were talking about 4,500. The next number is 45,000. It sounds a bit fishy. It is fishy. 45,000 tons of fishy. This year, the Sitka Sound Sacro herring fishery had its highest harvest target in history. But even with the optimistic forecast from Fish and Game, Saner said from the get-go they wouldn't hit that quota due to changes in the market. Next year's target is just a little lower, and market conditions haven't changed much. Traditional harvester Harvey Kitka is a member of the Sitka Tribe of Alaska's Herring Resource Committee. The record-setting forecasts don't mean much when cultural memory has a far different story about herring abundance. It would be nice to know what, what actually happened out there in the ocean. The only thing that man controls is what we take. And if we don't keep track of what's happening in the natural cycle and try to adjust ourselves to it, we'll be hurting ourselves in the long run. And 1,100 feet? 
I'm stumped by this one, too. Okay, I have a clip here that I think will jog your memory. It was basically like a luge, you know, like an Olympic luge. That's the, that's the feeling I kind of had. It was kind of like, you know, a swervy type path. And I was really, it was really, it was going really, really fast. Ah, Jeff Wright's epic fall, or should I say slide, down Mount Prestovia. Yes, he slid at least 1,100 feet and lived to tell the tale, albeit with some pretty serious injuries. But, you know, what's amazing to me is that his attitude about hiking and the outdoors remained so positive. Yeah, kudos to Jeff. And 24 hours? I can't think of anything in Sitka that hinged on a single day. Well, that's because I was thinking internationally. It's how long Russian President Vladimir Putin expected it would take to seize Ukraine. Didn't quite work out that way. It didn't. That was back in February, and the impact of the war has been felt everywhere, even in Sitka. This is Sitkin Dmitry Rudas, who is originally from Ukraine. It's your homeland. It's where you were born. It's something that um, you can never stop worrying about, no matter how far away you are or how a long of a time that's passed. You still worry about it like like it's your child. Truly very painful to watch for Ukrainian expats living around the world. And not just expats. Former Sitka High music teacher John DiPilatus had good friends in Ukraine, and he made the news here in Sitka with his one-man relief effort, taking suitcases of medical supplies from Poland into Ukraine. No matter what I do, uh, no matter how much money we raise, no matter what I accomplish, it's, it's not enough. This war isn't going to stop for a long time, and people aren't going to be safe for a long time. You know, I have the desire to fix it all, and but I can't, and so... I have to do this. I have to. There's not a choice. And that last number, Catherine, one minute and four seconds. I'm pretty sure that that's the most exciting number for every Alaskan who watched the Summer Olympics. Absolutely. That was Seward High senior Lydia Jacoby's gold medal time in the 100-meter breaststroke. And didn't you meet Jacoby when she visited Sitka? I did. And there was no one who wasn't charmed by her at the pool that day and many who were flat-out awed. Dr. J, were you inspired today? I am inspired, and yeah. (laughs) I'm inspired as how much faster she is than I am. Dr. Jacobson, I presume? Yes, Dr. J. Just saying what everyone else was thinking. (laughs) On that note, Catherine, I suppose it's time to towel off and send 2022 to the showers and to dive into 2023. Yep, and reset that clock and start at zero. Happy New Year. You mean Happy News Year, Rob. I'm Erin Fulton, and this has been Raven News.